What's going on, Cup fans? Hey, this is the Reverend K. Fitz here on the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast, and we're doing a quick hitter here following the Cubs' first loss of the season against the Mar- Milwaukee Brewers this morning, uh, afternoon, uh, in an afternoon tilt with the uh, up at Wrigley today. Uh, Brewers beat the Cubs 8-3 and just wanted to kind of break down some of the things that kind of stood out today as most of Cubs Twitter is probably melting down right now um, because it's uh, one loss and it looked very familiar uh, to last year. So uh, let's get into it real quick. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantees or the whole league that we here now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for. Yeah. Can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season they get all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy. And one of the first things that I saw today, you know, it started out kind of it started out well. I mean, you got you know Wilson Contreras with a nice two out uh single um with uh early on in the ball game. It was the bottom of the second inning. Um no, no, excuse me, bottom of the first Cubs got on top cool quick. And uh, what happens is, you know, you get that first run and you expect your highly paid ace to go out there and, uh, you know, slow, you know, slam the door and get your offense back in the dugout so you can co- continue to pour it on. But instead of what happens is you Darvish goes out there and uh, a circus starts. Um, and that was the, kind of the first big blunder of the day. So we're going to kind of cover the big blunder. Uh, we're going to cover the fact that the bullpen melted down again. And we're also going to cover the fact that the Cubs were one for nine with runners in scoring position and managed only six hits and three runs um, against basically the Milwaukee Brewers bullpen. They got into the pen pretty early. So let's talk about the the, the defensive gaff in the beginning. The Cubs had a, a rundown situation. There was runners at sec, a runner at second with one down. Uh, I believe it was Kane at second. Ground ball to short. Javi does the right thing. Bad base running move by Kane, in fact. Um, and so Kane uh, breaks the third. Javi reacts right. Feeds Chris uh, Bryant at third. Chris begins the rundown. Now, in these kind of situations, you want to obviously push the runner back to second base. Um, you don't want to have, um, you know, you obviously want to keep him going back to where he started. And so what happens is Chris goes and he pushes the runner back um, and, you know, he flips to, I believe it is, uh, I want to say it was Chipness. Chipness takes it and again starts pushing the runner. Now, Javi is standing at third base. Now, in this situation as a coach, you always instruct your player as he's ready to receive uh, a rundown throw. He needs to start creeping. He wants to start creeping towards the runner. He wants to eliminate the distance and start kind of trapping this runner in between both uh, defensive players. And Javi is standing on third, picking his nose, doesn't pinch. And what happens is Kipnis makes the next throw. Uh, the runner, uh, the guy uh, who hit the ball, um, I can't remember who it was. I believe it was uh, Gamble. Hits the baseball or uh, reads, reads and obviously goes and fills, which is basically he's going to take that extra bag. The rundown gave him enough time to get to second. And he's there at this point. Kipnis is pushing the runner towards Javi. Javi doesn't pinch. And so he catches the baseball and he's got about looks like about 20 to 25 feet between him and the runner, which is not uh, optimal in any rundown situation, because now you get everybody a time to think more. So Javi, as he's pinching the runner back towards the uh, the original bag, points out the fact that there is nobody occupying first base. Uh, which also then obviously the runner sees and runner takes off because guess what? Anthony Rizzo is standing at home plate for no apparent reason. 
Um, and the runner is able to then leave second. They have what we call twins, which is you have two guys in a bag. You always push the runner back and you tag one. Sometimes you get a break and both guys kind of get confused and they step off and you tag both. Uh, it's a it's a really simple situation that you see a million times in the game. Uh, but what happens is when Javi points out the fact that first base is unoccupied, the, the trail runner goes on back to first. Um, and there's nobody there covering because Rizzo, for some reason, is hanging out at home plate with Caratini, even though he has no business being there. Jason Hayward was in the right place. Um, Jason Hayward came in from right field to join uh, and kind of be like a, 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 a an alternate guy if there was a necessary need for him. But what happens is because Rizzo standing at home plate, not being where he's supposed to be, at least until the runner starts getting himself positioned between third and the plate, um, he leaves an unoccupied. Both runners get back. Obviously, what happens is Cubs get another out. And then, of course, what happens? You Darvish leaves the ball up in the zone, base hit to left with two outs, run scores, tie ball game. Um, so that one is really kind of on the defense. I don't put that on you Darvish too much, but we all know that if you give you Darvish any kind of stress or rattle, uh, he tends to struggle. Uh, but he kind of he, he recovered. Um, he got out of it and uh, pushed down. So the Cubs tied now one and one. And I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at now what what happened next, which is um, in the top of the fourth inning. Uh, in the bottom of the third inning, Wilson Contreras gets dosed with a ball in her half. And, and the Cubs are a little bit chest, testy a little bit because yesterday Rizzo got hit in the hands. In the first inning today, Javi got hit in the hands. Uh, I got dosed with a pitch, too, in the first inning. So it was a little bit problematic. That, you know, if you can't throw inside, stop throwing inside because it's dangerous. That's the problem. That's the problem I have with the Brewers. It reminds me of the Pirates a couple years ago. Um, and so what happens is Cubs get a little chatty Kathy. They start talking a little shit um, and screaming uh, across, you know, dugout to dugout. Um, and, and, you know, there's a whole big, not, you know, not a dust up or anything like that. But the fact is everyone's getting heated and a little bit pissy. So the Cubs ran their mouth towards the Milwaukee dugout. So what does you Darvish do? He immediately goes out. Um, and I believe it's on the second pitch. I think he throws ball one. Um, I want to say ball one. Let's see. Let's go to the sequence here real quick. Uh, I want to say it's because uh, this is here bottom of the fourth. He goes strikes. Excuse me. So the splitter strike swinging. Um, and then next pitch cutter hits him in the. I mean, not even close. And he, he hits Narvis uh, or he hits uh, uh, Narvis in the uh, in the foot. So now we've got a guy on first. Next pitch, uh, first pitch to Kane, Lorenzo Kane, um, base hit again. So now we got base hit to center, and now we got runners at first and second. So again, a uh, little rattled. You Darvish, um, again, this is a guy that seems to struggle when his when his uh, adrenaline gets going, and so he goes out there after. So now we go here, and then on uh, I believe it's the second pitch of the at bat. Um, you you Darvish throws. Um, a wild pitch, not even near the zone, advances both runners, second and third. And so now you're looking at second and third. And then um, on the, I, I believe it's the, yeah, next pitch, the the next pitch after the wild pitch, triple uh, by Gamble. And now we've got two runs in just like that in five pitches. And that's the thing. I'm not saying that. I mean, we've seen it before. If you're a Cup fan, you've seen you Darvish do this. You Darvish, it, it's not like he like melts down to the point where he's not like, retainable but he has these meltdowns that was five pitches three three base runners one wild pitch just based on him going out there a little too amped up because the cubs were a little bit upset about what happened i mean it, it, that stuff can't happen again he, he recovers you know and he, you know with a guy on third still he gets a foul out a ground out and a line out and he recovers but it happens so fast with darvish um it's it's like a brush fire uh, when, when, when it's been, when has it rained for, you know, a decade, it just spreads fast and then, it, you know, but, but it's done and over with it's, it's almost like, a, like lighting magnesium on fire. Um, and so again, so now the Cubs are down three to one. And so at that point, um, I think David Ross saw what he needed to see. I don't think he, I don't think he liked the mindset. I think as a catcher, you can tell if your pitchers kind of lost his head. 
Uh, I don't know what went on in the dugout, but I can tell you that he saw it enough of what he saw, 73 pitches, and they pull you Darvish. Which leads us to uh, the third uh, uh, major um, issue of the day, which is the bullpen uh, returning to 2019 form. Um, so you've got your first inning, you go out there and you bring in Underwood. Underwood gets a ground out, and then he gives up a 376-foot home run to Justin Smoke. So now, boom, all of a sudden it's four to three. Okay, so it's still within range. You know, he still can, things can still go well. And I really do like the bottom of the fifth for the Cubs. Rizzo lines out and then Javi, uh, a base hit to shallow right center. And then Schwarber hits a baseball 424 feet. And now it's a four to three game. Contreras strikes out, Hayward grounds out, inning over. So now you want to go right back out there and get your offense back in the dugout, right? Well, so they bring in Wink and, 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 and Brad comes in, pops out to short, strikes out swinging. We got two outs ready to rock. And then he walks Sogard on four consecutive pitches to get to guess who? The National League MVP, one of the best players alive, Christian Yelich, who proceeds to, of course, you know, deposit a baseball 425 feet in dead center. Um, and uh, now it's all of a sudden six to three again. Two steps forward, two steps back. It, it's, it's like spinning your wheels. Um, and at this point, the Cubs offense is, you know, we're, the Cubs is just, just they're trying to scratch anything across. So then you bring in Norwood for the top of the seventh. Um, and Norwood goes out, gets a pop out, and then he gives up a single, a double, a single. And all of a sudden now the bullpen's giving up eight runs and you get the double play ball and it's out of there. Now, eight runs that fast. And this is the bullpen. Now, this is the thing. It, it, you know, it's it's one thing to, you know, the bullpen's going to make mistakes. And this is this is again, this is the first appearance of 2020 season. Cup fans are probably freaking out just for that reason. But what you're getting to is you're also getting a bullpen that can't get clean innings. Uh, I, finally, at the end, Dylan Maples finally got a clean inning. But I'm not asking for, I mean, you want clean innings too. I mean, uh, you know, I, I know that uh, um, I know that uh, Brothers got a smoke ring. He didn't give up a run, but he still, he, you know, he, he gives up a, a, a four-pitch walk and then he box the runner to second. You're playing with fire. You want clean innings. Relievers need to stop. You know, you want a reliever with a low whip. You, you shouldn't be playing with fire every inning. And against the Brewers, you can't. Uh, so there's that part of it. And so that's a real problematic, you know, that's the bullpen. Dylan Maples, I thought looked fantastic. I think he had a really good hard bite on his off speed stuff. Um, I think he struck out smoke on a, uh, it looked like a four seam fastball, 97 mile an hour, four stream, four seam fastball that, uh, just kind of, or no, it wasn't. No, he, 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 yeah. Well, 88 mile an hour, four stream, four seam. Okay. So I was a little bit backed up, but you know, he did the job at least. So that's something that's positive to see out of it. Again, there's no reason to freak out, but the bullpen did look like a dumpster fire immediately out of the gate, which, you know, it's kind of problematic. But to me, problematic even more is the fact that the Cubs offense was only able to muster six more hits, three runs. They were one for nine with runners in scoring position. Jason Hayward had a great opportunity to, to kind of get the Cubs back into it. And I believe it was in the bottom of the seventh inning. Uh, bases loaded and he takes strike one. His strike one take, he took, you know, ball one, but his his strike one pitch was a perfect pitch to the drive. He was too passive at the plate in, a, in, a, in an important situation. Um, and he wasted the best pitch he saw the entire bat. Obviously things play out and he strikes out swinging on a ball about six to 10 inches outside off the dish, uh, outer half. Um, and it ends the, and that was basically the end of the, I mean, that was it. That was the gasser. Um, and so the Cubs have it losing, but you had, you know, Hayward was over two with runners in scoring position today. Um, KB was over one. Um, I believe, uh, ha, I want to say it was Schwarber over two. And then Ian Happ was over one. The only guy that kind of, the only guy that got it done today was Wilson Contreras, which I really enjoyed that. That was really good out of the gate. Something positive to see. Um, but, uh, you, you don't like to see, you know, 
that kind of offense. The Cubs live and die by the uh, by the home run. And there was a bad base running gaffe by the Cubs in, in another, and they could have scored another run. Uh, but uh, Victor Carantiti, you know, went on first contact on a ground ball to the drawn-in infield and gets punched at the plate. Actually gets in a rundown that the Brewers properly ran the rundown with a twin at third again, and they ran the runner back, and they had people where they're supposed to be, so the runner couldn't, the, the trail runner couldn't get back to where he started, and they were able to tag it out. Now you have first and, and, and third, two outs, as opposed to second and third, two outs a base hit would score two runs and 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 so when you have stuff like that um you know those are, those are problematic um issues that 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 shouldn't be happening with veteran ball clubs uh whether it's the rundown issue whether it's the you know the inability you know the the you know you darvish did get out of the first inning but he didn't look sharp he gave up you know two base runners you know and i was i was i was actually on a jog listening to it and i'm thinking goodness gracious you can't tap out of this inning like the white Sox inning is this going to happen immediately but he he, he righted the ship got out of it um, and, and the Cubs were able to get a run. So I thought that was great. But then he goes back out in the second inning, gives up those runs. And so he only threw 73 pitches today. He threw four innings, three, three earned runs, five Ks, no walks, which is a positive to see. Um, but, you know, I'm sure that what, what David Ross saw um, when he came off the bump after that fourth inning, I'm not sure he liked what he saw. I'm curious to see what Rossi has to say about why he pulled him so soon. But um, if I'm Rossi, and again, people can say what they want. You know, you Darvish has a pattern of self-destruction. The wheels come off fast and then he puts them back on and then he can continue to cruise. There's a reason why he strikes out so many dudes as well. He still can write the ship. Problem is it happens so fast that before you get a chance to get out there, it's too late. And I think that maybe David Ross missed an opportunity to maybe before that triple, you know, after the weird stuff that happened to go talk to his starter and kind of give him a chance to kind of reset the mechanism. Uh, but Rossi kind of stayed back and Caratini didn't go out and talk to him and it left you Darvish on an island and he wasn't able to get it done. You know, it's game two. Okay, the Cubs are one and one. The Brewers are a team that could contend. You know, you hate losing home games to a league rival to come out of the gate. Cup fans are going to freak out. I'm sure you go. I'm, I haven't even looked at Twitter yet when the game is over. Um, but, you know, there's some fundamental issues that the Cubs are still kind of making the same mistakes twice. This is the same, Laurent, you know, the Kane thing happened in 2000, I think, 18. Same exact situation. Hayward was, was supposed to be at, but Rizzo was hanging around where he wasn't supposed to be. And the runner did the same exact thing. So learn from the mistakes. The Cubs can't make these, these mental errors will equal bigger things. Um, in the course of a season, especially 60 game seasons, you can't have boneheaded blunders um, like this. You can't give up free outs. You can't afford in 60 games to say, we'll figure it out next week, or I'll learn from this one. My bad. No, you're a veteran professional baseball player. And I know that you know better than that. Um, and so, you know, whether it's, you know, Rizzo not being in position, whether it's Javi not pinching, um, you know, I'm sorry, but as good a defensive player as he is, those little things, Javi doesn't do well. Javi doesn't know the game that well sometimes. And so he does these things He'll make a fantastic play, play great defense today other than that. But, you know, you got to pinch. It's a rundown. It's that you're taught that when you're, you know, 10 years old and you're running your first pickle. So um, those things need to be tightened up, but it, it's not the end of the World Cup fans. You know, take a deep breath. It's game one uh, or lost one, excuse me, game two Cubs are, you know, but you know, if this, if this continues, if the Cubs are only able to put up three runs a game, um, you know, this is a problem in the first place. Chris Bryant, I know KB's, you know, over his first, I think nine, uh, I want to say Hayward's hitless too. He's over his first eight. Um, you know, this, this has got, you know, got to, got to be better. I mean, Chris, if you're going to, you know, if Chris is going to go over, he's going to probably need to take a couple walks up there, but Rizzo did take two walks today. Javi got two hits, and I thought he had two great shorten ups at the plate, which is something he hasn't done much. Obviously, Schwerber hit the bomb, and Wilson had the nice uh, had the nice um, two out single uh, in the first to get the Cubs uh, where they need to be. So I'm curious to see what Rossi goes with for tomorrow for the rubber game of this matchup. But Cub fans, relax, take a deep breath. It's game two. All right, 
if these problems continue to happen, yes. But, you know, yes, the bullpen looks like it did in 2019. It doesn't mean it's going to look like it that tomorrow. Give them an opportunity to get to pop that cherry. Get the first appearance out of the way. Yesterday, the Brewers bullpen already had a chance. The Cubs bullpen didn't because Hendricks dealt. So sit back, relax. Okay, this is it's, it's game two. All right. So right now. If the Pirates can win today, the Cubs are still tied for first place. All right. So, all right. This has been Kevin. This has been the Reverend K. Fitz. Kevin Fiddler over here with Mills and Ivy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in and uh, relax, kids. Cubs will be fine. Southside or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah, this is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season, they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy. Every season make it all change Take me out to the bar game This is what you waiting for yeah. You can put it on the board yeah. Every season make it all change